You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. So let's bring in a man who knows what it takes to win a Super Bowl, mid-Super Bowl champion, Tori Hope. Brian Weber with you. Tori, great to see you. Let's yeah, walk through your experiences at the Super Bowl. We use that word experience often. Yeah. How important is it for a player to have a sense of everything connected to the game, not only the longer halftime, yeah. all the events leading up to the game? Can it be overwhelming the first time you take part in these festivities? It can be. It can be. It's funny. I was... Uh uh, Emma Smith and I was talking about this this morning about how uh, the, the first time around, Ed McCaffrey as well, the first time around can always be a little more overwhelming because it's your first time around. You don't know what to expect. I remember uh, Super Bowl 34 in Atlanta uh, coming out for warm-ups and was so energetic and so fired up, ready for the game. I ended up going back in for the half to get an IV just to make sure <laughs> that I could get through the full game. Uh, it's just the adrenaline. You have so many people that come to the Super Bowl, celebrities, people from all over. Uh, it's, it can be an overwhelming experience. And the Patriots, this is for some of them, particularly Tom and Belichick, this is their eighth time playing in the Super Bowl. So they are more than experienced, uh, have more than enough knowledge of what to expect from this game. Then you look on the other side for the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles, who's never experienced the Super Bowl. Uh, he doesn't know what to expect. But I also think that that can help you when you go out and play on Sunday as well, because there's no no one expects anything from the from the from the Philadelphia Eagles. That's why they're taking underdogs this, again, right? They, that's like why they're taking Atlanta. this underdog approach. Just so, like against Minnesota. Therefore, they can just go out and they can just ball and play and have fun, let their hair down, and just cut it loose. Um, I, I think that can help you. But as the once they get into the flow of the game, once the pads start hitting and situational football starts to happen, then they those players they go right back to what they know and that's trying to go out and execute. Super Bowl champion Tory Holt is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn, talking about the idea of continuity and what the Patriots have done. Yes. I think it's remarkable, especially given the times no in which doubt. they're competing, right? We have free agency leading the player movement, yep. salary cap league, and here they are, 15 years in the making, and it feels like nothing is going to change. And when you talk up when you listen to Tom, Tommy speak, and you listen to Belichick and you listen to Kraft talk, the continuity on this squad is why they're where they are. Uh, uh, Sterinecki, the offensive line coach, has been there for the longest. Right. Went away uh, for the one year, and they said come back, and they, he did yeah. because of that loyalty that because we know that about the Patriots. And he knows the organization. He knows what the expectations are. And when your coaches understand that and when the upper management, Kraft and his group, understands that, it permeates through the football team. And Tom Brady, who's their best player, some say he's the greatest of all time, one of their hardest-working players, has a ton of humility, very hardworking, the first in, the last out. Once he understands and has adapted or has accepted what it takes for the Patriots to play at a high level and to win at a high level, then he can share that message to the rest of the football team and the guys buy in. I was there in New England for a short stint, and one of the things that I noticed immediately when I walked through those doors, it was about the team, it was about winning, and it was about high-level execution. Let's see if we can make some headlines here. Your former teammate, the Hall of Famer, Orlando Pace, sat in that chair a couple days ago yeah. and reiterated what another teammate of yours told mine, Todd Light, and I used to do radio together. When you lost to the Patriots, and you know where I'm going with this, <laughs> both sides of the football, there was a sense they knew what you were going to do. Here we are all these years later. What's your takeaway from that matchup? You know what? At first, when I first heard it, I wasn't sure. And then all of a sudden, you know, tape started being 
started getting missing and tape started being burnt, I was like, okay, maybe there is something to this. But I will say this, once we got down into the red zone, they really had a good feel for what we were trying to do. Um, and they called the correct defenses uh, for those particular plays. And they stopped us from getting in the end zone. We didn't have a problem of moving the ball from the 20 to the 20. There was no issue for us in that ball game, Super Bowl 36. But once we got into the red zone, they had a pretty good idea of what we were doing, and they did a good job of keeping us out of the end zone. Because normally in those situations, throughout the course of the year, we were scoring in those situations. Historically. Historically. Yeah. They did a good job of keeping us out. I want to correct – some of it I want to credit them for good game planning and good scheme, but I also have to factor in the fact that they knew everything. They, 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 was just, they were just too good in the red zone area. And why do you think they knew everything? Well, they say they taped. Our practices. Mm-hmm. Now, there there's was, no proof of that. There's no right? proof of that, but that's what was said. Just like, I mean, the, the, the Patriots have been accused of other situations of cheating. Um, but I always said they were the better team on that day. They did a good job um, in some of their schemes. At times, they rushed two defenders and dropped nine. I had right. never, I had never seen nothing like that in my life. Um, so. Schematically, they did some things that kind of caught us, caught, us, caught us off guard. We finally caught up in the second half of, half of that ball game. But they made enough plays in the end to win. Chatting with Super Bowl champion Tory Holt, we look back on what you were able to achieve with your teammates in St. Louis. Greatest show on turf. Yeah. Were you guys ahead of your time? Because it feels like what you were doing then, mm-hmm. we see now permeating across other offenses here, 27-2018 in the NFL. Yeah, we, we, we were ahead of the curve in some ways. And when we were throwing the ball on first down and on second down and on third down, you know, you would hear a lot of the pundits say, Mike Martz is crazy. What is he doing? But that was – he understood what he had talent-wise, and he did not mind – expressing it and allowing us to go out and do what we did well. And that was to throw the football. He had guys that fit his system. We were a vertical attack football team, meaning there were seven step drops. There were routes ran at 22 to 25-yard routes. That's a long time. And check this out for our listeners. You see a lot of teams now do max protection where they leave in a tight end or they leave in an extra receiver or they leave in a running back. Coach Martz didn't believe in that. He believed in getting everybody out in the passing routes. And he left his offensive lineman in one-on-one situations for seven-step, five seven-step drops. That's a lot to ask of your Hall of Famer Orlando Pace, but he was able to get it done. We were ahead of the curve in that regard, doing some things that had never been done before on a consistent basis, and it worked. And that's why Orlando's in the Hall of no Fame. Doubt. Marshall's in the Hall of yep. Fame. Kirk got in the Hall of Fame last year. So let's wrap it up talking about Canton, Ohio. I think of your career. I think of Isaac Bruce's career. To me, you're both Hall of Famers. Thank you. It's just timing. Yeah. And we know the process is you got to wait. How do you approach that personally? Well, you know what? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm humbled and, and honored to be uh, talked about amongst the greats, uh, amongst the Hall of Famers. I mean, we just saw Tim Brown here, who's a, who I love. And he had to wait. And, he brought and, that and up he as had well. To, yeah, he, and he had to wait. And Timmy is someone that I looked up to when I was coming into the National Football League. Hell, even when I was in college, I looked up to, to Timmy. Um, but right now, it's that log jam for wide receivers. And I played in the era, Randy Moss, Marvin Harrison, Isaac Bruce, myself, and, 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 uh, and Terrell Owens. We were, the, we were considered the top five receivers in that era. And right now, we're all up for the Hall of Fame. So I'm honored. I'm thankful. 
I'll wait my turn if that's the case. Um, and, and we'll see how it happens. We'll see how it works out. But I'm really pulling for Isaac this year to get in. Heck, I'm pulling for all the receivers to get in. <laughs> the quicker they get in. One less the, guy in your way, one, right? One less Let's guy in the way. Exactly, line forward exactly, to Kendall. Exactly, one, one less guy in the way for uh, myself and other guys that will be coming up to get in. We appreciate the visit. You got Absolutely. anything to promote? Come on. I always Look, say you're well, here on behalf of somebody. Well, I'm here on behalf of Hope Brothers Foundation. Uh, my brother and I have a foundation where we support young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. We lost our mom to cancer in 1996 to lymphoma, so we've always vowed to do something in honor of her name. We have this program called Kids Care where we, allow, where we provide educational and emotional support to those kids and families, and we also support a group called Camp Kesem, which provides a week-long camp to kids that is ran by college students all over the, all over the states. Great Tremendous. programs. HopeBrothersFoundation.com. Keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. Thanks for giving us a couple minutes today. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Tory Holt on his way to the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Peace. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.